You're listening to Energy of the Empires, IU Energy Healing, Episode 11, Choosing Your State. I ask for Reiki to flow to you in whatever ways are for your highest good, engulfing you, doing whatever is in your highest good. I ask Reiki to flow to you for the entirety of the length of this episode, as well as beyond, should it be in your highest good for however long is in your highest good. I ask this to all take effect for the highest good starting now. Thank you. Choosing your state. I'm learning an energy healing modality called Amakuaki, registered trademark. Um, it is an amazing energy healing modality. If you're into or interested in energy healing and things like Reiki, I highly recommend you look into it. Anyways, back to the story. We were doing something during one of the get-togethers here yesterday about measuring our energies in auric field and what was happening is as i was standing there and they get their dowsing rods and they measure and where the edge of my energy field is and then you can also feel the energy field as well um, when you step into it when you step out of it so it was a good um, energy awareness exercise and it's also fun to see how far your energies are or go out um Anyways, there was a point where I was asked to expand my energies, and there are a couple ways to do this, but the main way was to expand my heart energies, my heart chakra and energy center. And I started out just bringing in um, healing light from source down through your the crown of your head, crown chakra, down to the heart, where it would expand and uh, I kept doing that, but eventually what I ended up doing was just choosing a state of love and feeling love for the people who were doing the measuring and the people around me, the people who were driving by outside, blasting music. Um, and sometimes my original inclination was to feel annoyed by the people blasting music. However, I was able to flip it to thinking about how they're just in their state, enjoying their life, and they're probably really enjoying the music that they're blasting, and how I could really feel love for them and for that. Um, and not, again, not being in love, just a state of compassionate um, appreciation and love for that being inherently. And for the grass, and then for the trees, and all the oxygen they release for us, and how beautiful the green color is, um, how nice it is to walk barefoot in the grass. Just all these things that I found myself appreciating and loving. And my field just kept expanding and expanding and expanding. And But at that point, I didn't really even care about the field so much as I cared about <laughs> the world around me. And it's, it's so funny um, because, well, for me, things I encounter, and I'm sure this probably happens for other people too, you look at certain measurements of of um of growth and where you're at and you want to be you want to be far down the path of course you want to show that you've grown and improved and and that you're in a, a good place and and able to do well which might partially be human ego attachments and stuff but i digress digress however a lot of the times what we want or think we want are things that we have when we're not focused on those things that we want, which I find super interesting. If I want a huge expansive energy field, I have to forget about the fact 
that I want a huge expansive energy field and instead focus on states of love, compassion, um, expansiveness in a, in a healthy, loving way. And that's getting a little bit off topic, but I feel like that's true in a lot of areas of life. Like um, a lot of people talk about how instead of money, you focus on adding value or caring about the people around you. It's very interesting that focusing on what we want isn't often the way to get what we want. And often, if we get it without focusing on what underlies those things, like a state of love or adding value to others, it's often we realize not what we were after after all. It's the state that we were after, a state of being and a quality of life that results from it. Regardless, I realized in that moment, something I'd kind of realized before, but probably hadn't struck me in the same way, and it's probably something I need to document, which is why I'm recording this podcast episode right here, is that that state of love was a choice. That uh, that choice to flip any what could have been feelings of annoyance that I saw coming into love and understanding and appreciation. Um, That ability to choose love over wanting an expansive energy field, that's, it's a choice. And a lot of the times we think we need reasons to make choices about our state. And what if that's not true? What if we can choose our state regardless of any external circumstances, regardless of any quote-unquote logic we like to apply to our lives, and any rules we like to live in based on the stories we tell ourselves about how we should be feeling based on what's going on in our life. What if that's all made up and we can just choose to live in a state of love or a state of compassion, or we can choose to feel joy. We can consciously choose these things. And I noticed when I do more consciously attempt to choose my state, sometimes my brain comes up with stories and reasons as to why I shouldn't be doing that. For instance, I'll be choosing a state of love and feeling love and I'll have that big smile on my face and I'll Sometimes maybe I'll be close to tears just because it's so blissful to to love everything so much. And then my brain's like, isn't this a little weird? Or don't you think people would think this is a little weird? And I guess my brain has a Western accent or something. But um, then what you can do is you can flip that and then feel love for that. And you can feel compassion for that part of you that wants to wants to stay the same or wants to stay in those comfortable rules. And you can choose to love it, which keeps you in that state of love. And then maybe another thought will pop up to try and um, encourage you to leave it. And you'll just feel love for that. And I think it's very interesting because in some ways you're, what you're feeling, the emotions, are almost a little bit not the exact same thing as the state you're choosing to live in. For instance, I could feel sadness and choose to live in a state of love for that sadness and compassion for myself for feeling that sadness this isn't to say we want to block out the negative the quote-unquote negative who knows what's really good or bad right that's human stuff um 
But let me get back on track here with my thoughts. Yes, because we don't want to block that stuff out. We want our body to be able to process those things. And of course, things come up where we we don't always feel amazing. Um, and I think it is healthy to give your time, yourself time to process those things as they come up uh, and to, to sift through the stories and see what's serving and what's not serving and what's true for us and what's not true for us. Though, I, I think there's something powerful about being able to choose your state and feeling empowered to choose your state as opposed to feeling at the whim of the external things going on in your life. Because when we can choose that state of love and, and live in those those frequencies of bliss and, and patience and love and appreciation, that's that's life-changing. That's way different than, you know, choosing to be miserable all the time or, or anything else. And I think the outward, outward world would change to reflect that as well. Um, the people that you would resonate with would be different. They'd be other people who who love to be in those states of love and bliss and happiness and you'd have more reinforcement there and it's just really overall a good thing and so i've been getting a lot of messages about the power of of um of the state and the importance of your state of being and um i was speaking to my lovely girlfriend uh marguerite about the word cultivating and how cultivating is an active process like a very active and involved process. So to cultivate a state of being is to actively work on feeling that state of love. And of course, in our brains, we have these neural pathways and patterns and habits of the ways we think in our states of being. A lot of our states of being are actually habits, which is super, super, super interesting because we think that's just, or a lot of the times people think that their state of being is just how they're stuck um, experiencing the world and and that's okay I think there's a good way to practice acceptance for when you are in those other states however seeing cultivation as an active process of choosing your state of being and when other things coming up you actively work through them to get back to that state of being and and being okay with not being in that state of being if you're working on cultivating it until you have that habit of that state of being built up. So you could habitually live in frequencies of love and, and happiness and, and bliss. And again, that's still leaving room for what naturally comes up to be released in your body and cellular memory and um, natural responses to the things around you and, and be bringing awareness to your triggers when anything triggers you to be in a, a field other things and feeling love for that, which could probably help you be in a love state in the long term. I think there's something to be said for that. And hopefully that's something good for you to contemplate as well and how you can cultivate the states you want to be in and what things help you cultivate those states. Is it meditating every day in the morning? Is it repeating certain phrases like I am, I can 108 times with mala beads? Is it... Just going for a walk every day at lunch? Is it is it playing music? Is it is it writing songs? What is it? And then going with that and 
working on your habits of thought and and choices of feeling and and state of being because wouldn't it be amazing to habitually just live in a good state as often as is healthy for you how would your life improve if that happened I think um, quality of life could go up I think state of being is a huge indicator of quality of life Um, as above so below I think that could help you change your outward world and I think as your outward world would change to match that as your choices impacted the world around you and the world around of you impacted your choices to move towards that state that you're choosing to live in uh, I think that could be very powerful for people so just something I wanted to document and share an idea that popped into my field um, before it (laughs) either I got distracted or something else happened anyways I hope you're having a wonderful day many blessings of you of love uh, compassion and appreciation Thank you so much.